0: Welcome to Beers in the Sheds, a podcast where we talk about all things sport, beer, some random banter, and basically all those things you'd talk about with your mates over a couple of beers in the sheds after the game. I'm your host, Josh Donohoe, and I'm joined by my good mate each week, Daniel Friend. I'm based on the sunny coast in Queensland, and Friendy is based on the central coast of New South Wales. He'll be talking NRL, I'll be talking AFL, pretending we're experts in both. And talking about a whole lot of other stuff in between. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey,
1: Josh, how are you on this sunny Thursday?
0: Afternoon, friendy. I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm, uh, Well, yeah, it is a Thursday, Arvo. I've had a busy day. I've got a busy weekend ahead, but, uh, mate, it's been another good week of sport. How about you?
1: Yeah, good. Um, a few whinging poms about, but uh, other than
0: that, I'm, I'm flying, mate. <laughs> There are a few about wow in record numbers. Never heard so much whinging in all my life, and uh, excitingly, ashes kicks off again tonight too. So it could be another, could be another late night. But I'd love to see the Aussie get up and um, me too win that just to silence the whinging because it'll just never end. But um, yeah. but that'll be big news, absolutely big news coming up this week. Um, and I was pretty chuffed to see Daniel Ricciardo go around again. That was uh, that was a bit of a highlight for me this week. Back on the circuit in the F one,
1: yeah. He, uh, a good strong Aussie sportsman and uh, back into it. He didn't
0: leave for long. No, nah, just hanging around, found a little opportunity. We'll see where it goes from there. But uh, but no, uh, mate, it's been a good week. But uh, as always, let's kick off with some NRL news and updates from your fine self. Um, what's been happening out there, mate?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a couple of upsets last week. Uh, the Knights and the Sea Eagles had some upsets respectively. And They've kept themselves alive for how long, we don't know. The roosters are still in the hunt as well. Souths are wobbling. Uh, I thought they'd make a real run. So that's got to start this week. And the sharks have just fallen off a cliff. Uh, They're, oh, mate, their defence is atrocious. Um, And, yeah, that's that's sort of the update at the moment. And um, last week in tips... I was five from eight, so no full book last week. I'm sure you believe me this week about my tips. (laughs) Um, That's more realistic.
0: That's more your average, mate, the five.
1: That's it, mate. Just above half, you know. Anyway, uh, this week, mate, tonight it kicks off at the Gabba uh, due to the Women's World Cup. Uh, The guys are crossing over the road, and I believe the Brisbane Broncos will deal with the Roosters, uh, who are still struggling in my eyes. Bunny will start things off on the Friday night footy. Uh, they'll get back on track over the Tigers. Latrell Mitchell is finally back, which is big for them. Uh, the Storm, I think it'll be a tight game down there. They're also at Marvel Stadium, which is a little bit different for them. That's due to the Soccer World Cup as well. They should just get home against the Eels, but I, I'm not completely riding off your Eels, mate. Um yeah. The Raiders, I think, will win at home and burst the Knights' bubble, which is unfortunate as I'm a Knights fan. Manly, I think they'll sneak home over the Dragons, except they haven't won at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong for 20 years. So, I don't know. Maybe that hoodoo continues, but on paper, Manly should get the job done. Panthers, I think they'll rack up a cricket score against the Sharks. And, yeah, they they, just throw darts for your multis there because all of the back line should score for Penrith. Uh the Dolphins, I think it's a bit of a flip of a coin game. Probably the best Bulldogs team on paper this year. But I'll stick with the Wayne Bennett coach side. They're only two points out of the eight. And Cowboys, I think they'll have a big win over the Titans and rack up a big score for their four and against. So that's my tips for this
0: week, mate. Very nice. So a couple of games have uh, been shifted because of World Cup. I probably didn't even consider mm-hmm. that. I don't think any AFL teams or, or games have been You, The big oval's not so good to uh play football on, soccer on. So uh yeah. yeah, probably more NRL games. But interesting to see how they play on those biggest bigger uh bigger grounds and not always a good experience for fans, right? It's a little bit further away from, from the action, yeah. especially something like the Gabba. But um
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they think kickers sort of struggle with the circular grounds rather than the squ- or square or rectangle grounds. Maybe that's just a rugby league thing, mate. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, can't get their time. I don't watched.
0: know. I mean grounds are different, right? The breezes come in different. You get used to that in your home ground, and then all of a sudden you play something like the Gabba. I know it's yep. closed in now, really, but um, conditions are a little bit different, so that might even things up a little.
1: Yep, I agree. Well, mate, in the world of AFL, you're our expert
0: here. What have you got for us? Yeah, look, another round with some really close games, uh, including and after-the-siren winner for the Pies, which was pretty entertaining. Uh, yep. So, yeah, look, some really good footy. Yeah. Um, On the other end of the spectrum, North and West Coast both lost again. um, And they're just having a horrible year, both of those clubs. But funnily enough, they play each other this week. So um, I think that'll be an entertaining game, funnily enough. But uh, it may not be the most skillful game, but I think the fight to win, um, you know, West Coast are just, you know, they've been pretty ordinary. North have showed some promise in a few games. So I'm going to say they're favourites. But the battle of the bottom there over – it's over in West Coast, I think, too – West Coast will really want to win that. So, that'll be one of those real games where they really both want to win, but they're not playing for anything other than pride. So, keep your eye on that game. Might be worth a watch. Um, look, Swans kept their finals hopes alive, and and Buddy's actually found some form, which uh, is interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, that was kind of good to see. Um, the, the top four uh, on the table have a two-game buffer, so they're looking pretty solid. But the bottom four spots are going to be really tight as they start going into the... The last round, I think it'll go right down to the last round. Uh, and one of my favorite things to do this time of year is jump on the finals predictor. Do you, do you ever use one of them?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had uh did it the other day and uh had a few interesting results, but yeah, how are you looking?
0: No, I love it. I, I play around with the change, who's going to win, and then you can see yep. you might end up in the first round of the finals. So, um, it's a nice way to dream or, or uh, crystal ball it. But uh, this time of year, I love playing with the predictor. If you haven't used it uh, on the AFL website, good way to see where you might end up. Uh, so, a bit of, bit of playing around with that. Uh, and look, another big news, uh, the showdown is on again uh, in Adelaide. So, that's always a great game. So, I'm looking forward to that this weekend.
1: Beautiful, mate. Uh, what have you got tipping-wise? How would you go last week?
0: Uh, yeah, I actually got eight out of nine last week. Uh, so, just Geelong let me down. They no, were my outsider. I was, I was hoping to get up in a very low-scoring game. They did not. But, um, but yeah, no, good... Good tipping rounds. This week, though, uh, kicking things off uh, on Friday will be Collingwood uh, versus Carlton. I'm going to take the Pies. They're just too good at the moment. Uh, The Bulldogs will get up over GWS. Geelong, way too good for Fremantle. Um, On Saturday, we've got Gold Coast and Brisbane, a little Queensland derby there. Um, That's at Metricon Stadium, but uh, Gold Coast won't be good enough. Brisbane are actually looking at the goods at the moment. Now, My Swans are taking on Essendon. Uh, They're away, but I think they've found a little bit of form. And I think they can afford to lose one out of the final rounds, maybe two. But uh, this one, I think they're going to be up for the game. So I'm going to pick the Swans to beat the Bombers. Uh, The showdown in Adelaide, I'm going to pick Port. Um, They are fighting fit and a a quality team. So they'll be too good uh, in the showdown. Hawks versus St Kilda. I'm going to take the Saints there. Richmond versus Melbourne at the MCG. Uh, I think the Ds will be too good for the... Um, for the Tigers there. And then to finish things up is the game I was talking about. The uh, It's not the race for the wooden spoon because West Coast have already got that, but uh, the Eagles versus North over there at Optus Stadium, I'm going to take North Melbourne in that one. A
1: yeah. little bit more experienced or? Uh,
0: look, I just think they've showed more promise. Yeah. They've got a, a, they do have a better team on paper too, so I, I think they're going to be too good. But I think it'll be entertaining. I think it'll be a real fight and a real tussle. So uh, just purely based on pride. So yeah. I might tune into that on Sunday, Arvo, I think.
1: Yeah, young Harley Reed watching with interest, I'd say.
0: Very much so. Very much so. But yeah, look, it's getting towards the, the pointy end. So most teams want to try to rustle up a win. And plenty of teams are in the uh, hunt for a final eight spot. So uh, yeah, should be some good games in the coming weeks. Good to see. You. Thank you, mate, for a
1: comprehensive wrap yet again and some good tips. Mate, we'll go to our obscure sports segment. And this week, it's been sent in from Father Friend. My dad has sent us something in. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's over the weekend. Uh, well, I think it might have even wrapped up today. It's the inaugural Australian Forklift Championships. And. Yeah, I, I championships. Okay, oh, yeah, yep. yeah. So it's at uh, Sydney Olympic Park, and yeah, today is the last day. It looks like oh, I've just had a look here. They compete in two categories: the counterbalance and the reach truck. Now, I've never worked in a warehouse, so I have no idea what that means.
0: Um, but have you ever driven a forklift just for fun. I no. no. managed to have a little sit on. No, no, okay, never. They're Not beast, once. mate. They are heavy, yeah. heavy units. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, they. I guess the guys are racing around and doing little obstacles and things like that. And they do uh, win a little bit of prize money. So if the winner of each event, they'll win $250, but the winner overall will win the Bill Henman trophy. Uh, I don't know if he's related to Tim or not. And uh, they'll win $1,000 as well. Plus it looks like industry publicity they will get. That was one of the uh,
0: big prizes
1: you'll win as well.
0: I'm guessing it's got to be a, uh, a a conference or a trade show, right? For yeah, for forklifts, yeah. it's a bit of fun to to run around. But uh, I wonder if we've got any international forklift drivers that have come over for it specifically. It's not a huge, it's not a huge kitty, though. Let's be honest, it's a small prize. No, player, but
1: although the bill, the, Hemman, indi-
0: the bill Hemman Trophy could be yes could be something to behold, could be a, a giant forklift, giant fully forklift extended,
1: Bill on there, yeah, and. Uh, the industry publicity—I mean, that's a big perk too. So, yeah, uh, okay. yeah maybe there's some. International I wonder if it's
0: different. I wonder if it's different um, models, different makes taking on showcasing. the I'm trying For- to think of a brand of, of yeah. forklift. Yeah. If it's a brand versus brand, as opposed to skilled forklift, forklift, forklift driver versus skilled forklift driver. Different sizes.
1: Like the motorbikes have CCs. Is there a smaller CC forklift than the other one?
0: Um, the reach truck. I'm curious what that that mm-hmm. would entail. Anyway, oh, that, that's a good one to look into, mate. I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to. Maybe we'll post the uh, winner or some footage or yep. something from that, so people can get a visual on I'm
1: the. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find it, and I'm sure it's wrapped up so they can get on the beers for Friday tomorrow at the conference. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. positive. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, thank you, Dad. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, we'll look for some more um, obscure sports over the coming weeks. Aussies abroad, mate. Obviously, Ashes is the big one at the moment. And it's still 2-1. Uh, we'll get into this in another segment in a second. But obviously, yeah, 2-1 starts again tonight. Whinging Poms. Would love to see it uh, come back 3-1. But we'll, Yeah, any thoughts on what the?
0: You, well, what do you think our chances are? I know we're talking about putting a spinner back in the side. I think that mm-hmm. probably backfired a little in the last test. But... With the rain, it probably wouldn't have made any difference at the end of the day. But um, that'll be Murphy back in, I would assume. Yep. I'd
1: suggest... So there's a little question mark over Marsh's calf, I think. But from all reports, Marsh will at least play as a batsman. If he can bowl, that's a bonus. And Murphy will come in for green with the same attack of Hazelwood Stark-Cummins around that as well. So... I think we're a good chance. I just think we need we need two hundreds in this test match. So whether that's one in the first dig, one in the second, or two in the first dig, if Australia can score, the batsmen can score two hundreds, we will win this match. I believe. Uh,
0: and yeah, and one. we're probably we're probably down a little bit on someone standing up and really going on with their innings. Um, lots of lots of good starts, not necessarily a lot of great conversions. So that's unusual for our lineup. Um, they are quality, so they can make the start. But I agree, if we get some. Good runs on the board. Uh, we're going to be hard to beat. It might come down to the toss a little bit. might come down to what's happening on the pitch. But yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be entertaining cricket again. I have no doubt in that whatsoever.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And other codes, mate. Brian Harmon won his maiden major. He won the Open, or the British Open as it used to be called. He's a left-hander. So he's only the third lefty to win the British Open. He looks so much like Ricky Ponting. Uh, and there's a little bit of Jimmy Marr as well that he looks like. I don't know. It's a cross. Really? A, okay. Yeah. Check him out. And he made just a quick stat over the, the course of the four days. He had 59 putts from 10 foot or closer and he made 58 of them. So if you think about, if you put a ring wow. around, a, yeah, if you put a ring around every hole and just know if you hit it inside 10 foot, it's pick it up. Imagine how easy golf would be if it was like that. That's a three putt for
0: me, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow God. oh well, that's why he's paid the big bucks um absolutely yeah nice you can putt well you often yeah. win right
1: that's it and mate obviously you would have had a few beers in the the claret jug over the weekend i've seen something on social media for our beer or brewery of the week can you talk us through that mate because it's a good picture that i saw
0: that was a good picture uh well oh <laughs> I don't know what you saw on social, but let me talk a bit about what I wanted to focus on this week. So I usually do pick a brewery. Um, could be sunny coast, local, could be Australia-wide, could be of international note, uh, or it could just be a beer of the week. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit selfish and, and stay local again this week and focus on an event. Now, this event is based right here in Malulabar, which is one of the central hubs of the sunny coast. Um, it's famous for lots of great restaurants and bars and beach sides. Um, the sunny coast is famous for you know, 21 breweries so uh, and 10 distilleries. But we've coined this uh, festival, we've called it Malula Bars, and it's focusing on teaming up those amazing breweries and distilleries with this really vibrant restaurant and bar scene on the Sunshine Coast. So it's like a, it's a roving craft drinks kind of experience. So you walk from bar to bar, you've got a couple of tokens for some signature drinks, but you can explore these cool little spaces uh, all within walking distance. So uh yeah, it's going to be a really cool festival on Saturday. Uh, and yeah, it's going to really highlight all our awesome breweries and distilleries. So it should be fun.
1: Unreal, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, if that's an annual thing, I'll look to get up there next year. It's out of cricket season. I can get away. So, well, it's
0: the very, very first of its kind on the sunny coast. There's lots of wine walks and uh, mm. there's a, a craft beer. Bendigo on the Hop run a really cool event where you walk around Bendigo pubs and they have a similar thing with beer. So the concept's not new, but delivering something like this. Uh, and the local elements of it is uh is really cool so should be fun on Saturday night awesome mate but cool all right so uh look we have another segment called ale or bail where we choose someone fun someone uh, topical to uh, either have a beer with or bail on them so uh, this week friendy you've come up with uh, a collective group which is a bit different for us not not an individual who have you uh who have you put up for ale or bail this week
1: mate i've got the uh the noble the moral compass of the sporting world uh just ask them the whinging english cricket team uh and i've never seen such carry on in my life oh we should have won this and we should have won that and this isn't fair and unfortunately guys you lost the first two test matches you're down two one. You can't win the series. You will not retain the urn. And uh, yeah, it's pretty simple for me, mate. I'm uh, I'm not having a, an ale with them at all.
0: The English cricket team. Yeah, look, I. Uh, you'd think it was the first Test match that was ever rained out, or the, or in fact the first series that was ever rained out. Now the series wasn't rained out. One match. That match has helped decide whether the series could be a winner or not. But that's not the first time that's happened either. So. I, I agree, mate. They have whinged and said they've played the better cricket. I mean, Stokes to say he wants to be remembered as a captain that played entertaining cricket. I mean, it's easy to say when you're losing because no one wants to be remembered as the entertaining cricket guy who couldn't win a series. That no one remembers that either. So yeah, look, they found a different level to to whinge and complain on and make it like it's the first time it's happened. So I don't want to sit around and listen to that shit. So I'm I'm bailing on them as well, buddy. Yeah, they're gone, yeah.
1: mate. I, I just, yeah, talking about we want to leave a legacy and well, how about you win some games?
0: I mean, they've that's won. A legacy. That's a legacy. Yeah. Winning multiple series home and away, being the number one test series, a test team in the year, that's a legacy. Crying yep. about a bit of rain, ain't no legacy.
1: No. When you've won three of the last 20 Ashes test matches, I don't think you can be worried about legacy just yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's unanimous.
0: I, I wonder if our listeners jumped on our social, if we have anyone who would have a beer with them. So uh, yeah. Let us
1: know. <laughs> yeah, let us know in the socials. All right, guys, as well, we always like to have a small wager each week just for fun. We always bet responsibly. Mate, my winning run come to an end in our best bets. The shark, I got the first two legs and sharks cost me on the last leg. They played appallingly. Uh, so they ruined me and Collingwood. Good
0: run for you though, mate. Very good run for you. Yeah, well thank
1: you. I've gone uh, I've gone really wide this week, but you just got done as well last week.
0: Yeah, the Pies got up, but not by enough and, and only just after the siren. But uh, yeah, I've had a horrible run, so I'm due a, a turnaround. But uh, this week, I'm hoping that I've picked three teams that can get up. So Pies will get up. Uh, Brisbane to beat uh, uh, Gold Coast. Uh, and the Western Bulldogs, so that should get you three bucks if you shop around. But uh, I'm due a win, mate. I'm due a win.
1: Yeah, you'll be right this week, mate. Three bucks—that's a nice few little dollars in your pocket for beers on the weekend, uh, mate. I have gone very exotic this week. I've just—I'm having a crack. I, I think these guys will all score doubles in the NRL this week. So two tries or more for Selwyn Cobo the Brisbane Broncos, Alex Johnson for South Sydney, and Will Warbrick for the Storm. These are the first three games as well. So it's Thursday, Friday, Friday. If they win, you are having a big weekend
0: because it is paying $79. That's, a, that's an unusual multi. There's probably not too many people on sports bet doing that same thing. So, uh, But you found some good – you found some juice in that. Yeah, there's some juice there. And those, the
1: opposition that they play – concede a lot where these guys, the wings that these guys are on. So there's a bit of a method to my madness uh and, and we'll see how we go. It's only six tries, six tries to get $79, 79 to one. See so how we go.
0: Hope for some open footy this week, this weekend, folks. That's it.
1: And mate, one of our segments that we love having back in, Pixie Watch,
0: uh peer pressure, how'd the trial go? Pixie Watch is back. So peer pressure. Um, little filly that I'm involved with uh, has been training and had a little trial uh, yesterday at Gosford. Just a really nice run out. So she she ran third but was not being pushed at all. And I've heard it straight from the trainer. The idea was to give her a run out, make sure she pulled up okay, um, just make sure she travelled nice and smoothly, which she did. Um, but the, the plan is then for a follow-up trial in two weeks' time in Newey um, where they'll put the gas down and just see how she can run um what sort of time she can run because the big decision i guess then is where does she go um having placed in a group one if she goes in handicap, she could be weighted quite heavily um so i guess the challenge will be how does she run in newcastle and where does she run from there and that's going to start the spring carnival and start her next uh, program so yeah look uh, just, just a promising run just a little run in the park kind of thing but um pulled up well which is the main thing So in a couple of weeks, uh, yeah, we should have another little update and and maybe even a couple of races on the calendar.
1: Very exciting, mate. Looking forward to seeing how she goes this prep.
0: Uh, I think there's, yeah, a few –
1: there's a good story there, I think. So
0: awesome. Fingers crossed. Never know with uh, horse racing, but, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Okay, mate, look, a shortish one this week, but uh, that's probably it from
1: me. Anything else from you? No, nothing from me this week, mate. Just, uh, yeah, I guess everyone – hope everyone has a good weekend and give us a bit of a follow on socials and all that sort of thing and tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend and,
0: um, yeah, look, even leave us a review. I know that kind of helps too with getting the word out there. Um, And thanks, everyone, for your loyal listenership through a few bumpy weeks where we had a little bit of time off here and there, but always trying to bring you some interesting spin on sport. Uh, And uh, wherever you are this weekend – Enjoy your beers in the sheds.